Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 154, five reasons to start podcasting now. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. Today, I want to share with you some inspirational stuff, some timeless content for you of why you should start podcasting now or today, whatever day this is. I'm right now recording this the week before Christmas. But you could be listening to this a month from now, a year from now, several years from now, and I've got five reasons for why you should start your podcast right now and not wait any more for it. And I have some bonus reasons if you happen to be listening to this podcast around a holiday or especially if you are near the end of a year, I've got a few bonus reasons that you should start podcasting now if it's around that time. But the majority of these reasons are quite timeless and should apply no matter when you're listening or where you are in life. So I've got five reasons for you. Number one, you won't kill or you will kill your procrastination. Number two, it's very easy and inexpensive to start. Number three, you can improve as you go. Number four, you can start building your audience today. And number five, you could be the first podcaster in your niche. Let's go through this in more detail. Number one. You will kill your procrastination. I struggle a lot with procrastination. And there are many different ways that you can overcome procrastination. Many different systems and methods out there, productivity tips, and all kinds of things like that. You can get inspired with some of these, by the way, from our other podcast on the network, beyondthetodolist.com. But all of these procrastination-conquering tips basically involve the same thing. That is, you need to take some kind of action now. That's really the best way to conquer procrastination is take some action right now. Don't wait to take your action because that's procrastination. Your action could be making a plan or it could be starting the thing that you need to do. Whatever it is, the same applies to podcasting as well, that you need to take some action now if you've been putting off and putting off starting your podcast kill that procrastination, and you'll accomplish that by taking action right now. The longer you wait to start your podcast, I think the less likely you'll be to actually do it. Even if you're not ready to publish your podcast right now and your first episode and get it into iTunes right away, there are still several actions that you can take right now. Like, Registering your domain or getting your website hosting or ordering your microphone or extra equipment that you need or even recording that first episode. These are all things that you could do right now as soon as you finish this podcast episode you're listening to or maybe right now, stop listening, go record your first episode and then come back and listen. But that's number one. You will kill your procrastination. Number one reason to start podcasting now There's a podcast or a couple podcasts I've heard of and even some people that I've helped a little bit that had been putting it off, putting it off, putting it off and taking actions very, very slowly. And occasionally I checked back in to see where these people are that they said they'd start this podcast. And sadly, many of them haven't started yet. 
I know of one podcast in particular that I heard was going to start a year and a half ago, and it never started because the producer kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. That could be your podcast. That could be someone else's podcast. I've had podcast ideas before that I put off, put off, put off, and just ended up never starting and changed my mind about starting in the first place. But that's tip number one. You will kill your procrastination if you start podcasting now. Before I continue, I want to tell you about the sponsor for this episode, Dropcam. Check it out at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash dropcam. This product is awesome because its name is very accurate to it. You pretty much just drop it into where you want it and you've got a camera. It sets up so quickly and so easily. This is more than just a webcam. This can be a security camera. It can be a monitoring camera. It can be a camera for your family. You could take this to family events. And if you have someone that is maybe in the hospital and unable to join your family right now or someone who isn't able to travel to be with your family, Get the drop cam, bring it with you to the family event, connect it to the Wi-Fi because it is able to connect to Wi-Fi and live stream over the internet so that your distant family can see what's going on in your home and enjoy it almost as if they're there with you. Check it out at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash dropcam. It records in high definition and it has so many great features to it that you can also add on to it. Like you can have optional cloud recording that will save up to 30 days of continuous video for footage, for security reasons. Maybe you want to point it on the presence to make sure none of the kids are shaking the boxes or trying to peek into any of the wrapping. You can then make your own little clips from this, share it with your family or friends. There are so many different uses for Dropcam and it is so easy to set up and the image quality is great. You have zoom on it, a wide field of view, very sharp quality. You can even have a nighttime mode on Dropcam so it works great even in the dark. It is so awesome, so flexible. Check it out at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash dropcam. And thank you, Dropcam, for sponsoring this episode and for sponsoring our CES coverage at tpn.tv. Number two, it's very easy and inexpensive to start. I remember that years ago when podcasting was catching its its energy and I got involved in podcast consulting, it was very common to say, you can start podcasting for only $250, about the cost of a Nintendo Wii or half the cost of an Xbox or something like that. And that seemed like a, an affordable price range for getting into podcasting. But now I think you can do it well for even under $50 for your initial investment into podcasting. It's really simple, and you can do this with very good quality. I'll break this down into just four basic steps for you in case you're wondering how you can start so easily and inexpensively. And I recommend this for starting, not for how you'll continue podcasting for forever, but for starting for about $50. One, if you don't already have your equipment, then get the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB microphone and get a windscreen to go on it. Those two things together will be about $45. The price on the microphone fluctuates at this time in late 2013. The price has now gone up to about $45, but it's been as low as $33. And you see the price come and go at different times. So watch for that or just buy it outright 
get a pop filter with it or a windscreen. And I have links in the show notes to this and web hosting and domains and all of that stuff that I recommend over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 154. But get your microphone. That's all the equipment you really need, assuming you already have a computer, which most of us do, a computer that has a USB plug on it. So then you start your website, media hosting, and RSS for only $5 a month. How? With Libsyn. If you sign up at Libsyn.com, L-I-B-S-Y-N, use the promo code NOODLE, that's N-O-O-D-L-E, and you'll even get your first month of whatever hosting plan you choose for free. I don't typically recommend that you do all of your podcasting from a single third-party site like Libsyn, but this is a great way to just get into it and start because at only $5 a month, there's no contract. If you decide it isn't for you, then you can close your account and you'll have spent very little money. It's a great way to start to get a valid RSS feed, get your good, high-quality media hosting, have a decent website or an okay website for your podcast just to be able to host your notes, and you can make it a little bit better if you want to. But for only $5 a month, it can get you into podcast directories, and I don't typically recommend third-party services. Like I would never recommend Podbean for podcast hosting, especially for running your RSS feed. Same thing with SoundCloud and many of these other third-party services because they don't let you control your RSS feed. Libsyn, on the other hand, the reason why I'm okay recommending them is they do let you control your RSS feed. You can point your RSS feed somewhere else. Even if you decide to close your account, you can pay for an extra closure termination fee and they will permanently redirect people from your old RSS feed URL to your new one. So Libsyn is the one and only third-party service I would recommend because they give you so much power and freedom to leave if you want to leave. But it's a great way to start out at only $5 a month plus your microphone. You could be set there with just a single third-party site. Then step number three, record, edit, and upload your episode. Step four, you publish your Libsyn RSS feed into iTunes and other podcast directories. I know there are more steps to it than this as far as like editing and what software you use, how you record and all of that, but it basically breaks down to these four steps and it's very easy and inexpensive for you to start podcasting. Of course, you can get a much more powerful and flexible website by hosting your own WordPress website and I have affiliate links if you're interested in that in the show notes, but I do really think Lipson is open enough That if you're just starting out and you're not positive that this is something you want to do in the long term, then the Lipson $5 a month plan or $7 a month, $10 a month, whichever plan meets your needs, is a great way to start out before you decide whether this is something you really want to continue. So that's number two. Reason for starting your podcast now. It's very easy and inexpensive to start, especially these days. Number three. You can improve as you go, and that's why I recommend these cheap things for being able to start out easy and inexpensively, like the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB microphone or Libsyn hosting. You can start out with those things, but the main point here in number three is you can improve as you're going. Build on these things. 
perfectionism will kill any podcast. And it certainly got close to killing my first podcast because I was trying to be too perfect. I wasn't thinking of improving as I went. I was thinking it needs to be perfect right now. Just accept the fact that your show will never be perfect and that you always will have the path of learning ahead of you that I recommend that you continually take that path and continually grow your knowledge and your experience and try to improve things. And there are so many ways that you can improve your show as you go. You can improve your hosting. You can improve your audio equipment. You can, just by practice of hosting your podcast, you can improve your presentation, the quality of your content, the quality of how you are on the microphone, how you produce your episodes, your show notes, all of this stuff you can improve as you go without having to wait for it to be perfect. Sure, patience is a virtue, but think of all the opportunities that you'll miss if you are too patient. Just like, for example, I bought, just over a year ago, I bought my Canon T4i Digital Rebel uh, camera. It's a digital SLR, and that's what I've been using to make my videos over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash YouTube. I think those videos really look great. Well, what happened two months after I bought the camera? The price dropped, and it dropped significantly. I think it dropped by about $400 on a killer deal a kit for the camera, $400 less than I'd spent if I'd have waited two more months or so to get the camera. But then when I look back, what opportunities would I have missed if I'd waited those two extra months to save the $400? Well, I think I might not have gotten a podcast award because one of the first videos I made with my camera was a video about how to help us out by nominating us and voting for us in the podcast awards. So if I didn't make that video, then we might not have made it into the nominations in the awards for multiple podcasts, and I might not have won the award for the Audacity to Podcast. So it was worth it to get the camera right then. And you could play this game for so, so long of if you wait long enough, probably something that you're waiting for will eventually be free. But think of how much you miss by not getting it as early as you can without being unwise in your spending. Of course, try to save up, but don't wait for that perfect moment when it's the perfect deal. If you are looking into getting into podcasting and you have your eyes on a high quality microphone like the Heil PR40, since a lot of podcasters recommend that, or what I now recommend instead of the Heil PR40, and it's actually a little bit cheaper, is the Electro Voice RE320. But that's $300. The Heil PR40 is $325. The Electro Voice RE20 is $450. So you could be spending a lot of time trying to save up to get this microphone because you feel like you need to podcast with that microphone. Well, Instead of waiting until you have that money to buy the golden microphone for your podcast, just start out with the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB. It's about one-sixth of the cost of the Electro-Voice RE320, but it's not one-sixth of the quality. I would say the quality of the ATR2100 USB is probably 80 or 85% compared to the Electro-Voice RE320, which I would put at... 
93% or so, and the Electro Voice RE20 at 95%. And you notice that as you get closer to what we call could call 100% high quality, it gets a lot more expensive for each individual percentage point that you jump up. So you could get great quality and then improve it as you go. Spend the $40, $45 now for this microphone, save up so that a year from now, if you're still taking this seriously, you can upgrade your microphone and then keep the Audio-Technica ATR2100 as a backup microphone or something you can take with you or plug it into your computer for quick conversations. I will be taking my ATR2100 to the New Media Expo, but not taking my laptop at all. I can plug my ATR2100 into my iPad or into someone's mixer there at the conference, so it will work great for me, even though in my studio I have high-quality microphones that I saved up for. So if you're struggling with communicating clearly, though, in your podcast, starting your podcast now also gives you the great opportunity to practice and grow. At some point, if you really feel like you need to, at some point you could replace episode one and episode two in your first couple or few episodes if you really need to, if you feel like your presentation quality wasn't that great or anything like that. But Starting and recording those episodes really gives you that opportunity to know what you're good at, how you're good at communicating, what your struggles are. If you listen back to your episode, then you'll hear how many times you say, um, how many times you pause, how many times your conversation just sounds disjointed, maybe how many sentences that you didn't even complete. I know a public speaker that will get really excited about something that they're saying And they won't even complete their sentence. They move on to something else. And it I I get the gist of what they're talking about, but they don't complete their sentence. That could be something that you discover when you listen back to your podcast. But don't be afraid to let some of this stuff go because you can improve it as you're going in your podcasting journey. It's a constant journey of learning and improving. And that's why I've made Podcast Masterclass is for those who recognize that it's a constant journey and are willing to invest seriously in making their podcast seriously successful. That's at podcastmasterclass.com. If you're interested in checking that out, use the promo code TAPLISTENER and you can save some money on that. So that's number three. You can improve as you go. Number four, you can start building your audience today. Now, these are five reasons to start your podcast now, and I say you can start building your audience today because today could be a little bit after you start your podcast, a little bit before your podcast. It could be days before you start your podcast, but you can build your audience without a podcast. Just think of things like your email list or building some anticipation, a welcome video on your site teasers and social networks. You could start scheduling guests or co-hosts to be on your podcast. You could start asking your potential audience for content ideas and things that they would like you to address in your podcast, or just start looking out there for what kinds of things can you address based on what people are saying in social networks and social media, and so many other ways that you can start building your audience today, even before you have the content. Because it could take a week or more to actually launch your podcast. 
But to start building an audience could be much quicker. You could let people know, hey, I'm about to start this podcast. This is what it's about. If you'd like to know the moment it launches, then please sign up for this email list. And I promise I won't spam you, but you'll get the email of when this podcast launches. And I'd love your help. That kind of thing. So you can really launch with a great bang or a, a, I'll use a sports metaphor here, a blitz. And I hope Nick Subulin can correct me on that if I use that incorrectly. I am not a sports guy whatsoever. But when I launched the Audacity to Podcast, I applied some of this and I was interested in building my audience before the podcast was even online. So the way that I started doing that was I was searching Twitter for whenever someone was talking about problems with podcasting or problems with Audacity. And that was the content that I knew I would try to address in my first few episodes. And I would reach out to these people. I would help them with their problem. And then I would let them know, by the way, I'm right about to start this podcast. You'll be able to get it here at this website. Would you like me to let you know when I launch it? Maybe you were one of those people that I reached out to before the podcast started. And I really believe that this is part of what helped the podcast to be featured in iTunes when I launched it in 2010. And because of being featured, then that gave exponential growth to building my audience. But I think it really took that early effort into proactively trying to build my audience, even when I didn't have the content yet. But I could promise them something. I could tease them with things, and I could point them in directions to be able to get the word of when I launched the podcast. And unfortunately, I didn't have an email list back then. I wish I did, because that probably would have helped my email list grow much better. But even today, though, I'm, I'm happy with the direction that the email list is going. And I'm not one of those internet marketers that's always going to say it's all in the list. Well, I do love the, the people who have signed up for the email list, and I offer them special promos and discounts to things. And I've got a special Christmas promo coming up that I'll be sending out to my email list if you're interested in signing up for it and if you want a discount on some things. But I also share some insights and some behind-the-scenes stuff every now and then. But whatever tool that you decide to use, use it to start building your audience today, even if you can't launch your podcast right now. So that's number four. Reason to start your podcast now is you can start building your audience today. Number five, you could be the first podcaster in your niche. Sure, some people will pull these sayings out of their hats saying, the early bird gets the worm, the second mouse gets the cheese, blah, 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 all of this. But really, being the first in a particular space does bring some extra weight to it. Because you're most likely not the only person interested in your particular niche. And if you can be, be the first in that space, sure, it has its advantages and disadvantages, but it's a bit easier to grow your audience because if you're the first one, then that's who people will gravitate to when they're looking for that content. If you are the second, third, fourth, whatever other person on down the line, it can be a lot harder to try to build your audience because you'll find that the potential audience you want to reach may already be listening or watching someone else's podcast. You can still reach out to them and they may certainly want to consume both your podcast and your, quote, competitors, unquote, podcast. 
But it's so much harder to build your audience if you're not the first one. So if possible, be the first one by starting your podcast right now. But don't let that discourage you just because someone else is already in your niche. There is plenty of space for more perspectives, more opinions, more personalities. And there are many different ways to work together even with your competition. I've talked about this in the past of ways of creating community and not competition. And that's what you should be looking to even if you're the first or even if you're the second, third or far down the line of starting your podcast. But if you can be the first then be the first, and then it makes growing your audience quite a bit better. So that's number five. Again, these five reasons to start podcasting now. Number one, you will kill your procrastination. Number two, it's very easy and inexpensive to start. Number three, you can improve as you go. Number four, you can start building your audience today. Number five, you could be the first podcaster in your niche and reap all the benefits that come with that. So now these five tips are, I would consider them timeless because it doesn't matter what time of year that you apply these things, they could potentially help you in starting your podcast now and finding better success by starting now. But let me give you some time-sensitive tips because I am recording this just before Christmas, the week before Christmas. I won't be having an episode on Christmas week of 2013, but this is also near the end of the year. So this content, uh, these bonus tips that I'm going to give you are a bit time-sensitive for at the end of this year or at the end of any particular year or any time around holidays, especially around Christmas time. So... I'll give these different letterings and numberings. A, you may qualify for award nominations. This is something that people might not really think of. And certainly I know many of the podcast award wannabes have, and I'm saying wannabes because of this, they don't realize that their podcast isn't actually eligible because in the podcast awards rules, it says that your podcast must have started essentially the year before the current year of the podcast awards. So right now it's 2013. And if you wanted to make it into the finalists for the podcast awards in 2013, your podcast would have had to have started before January 1st, 2013. So if today you were to start your podcast, and I'm recording this today on December 15th or December 16th, 2013. And if you start your podcast today, then you would be eligible, potentially, or it would help you be more eligible to make it into the podcast awards in 2014. If you wait until January to start your podcast, then you won't be eligible for the awards. Now, the hard thing with this, and I'm not saying start your podcast just so you'll make it into the awards, because you really need to be realistic here. Do you really think your podcast content will gain a big enough audience that you could make it into the awards and that it would be worth it for you to be a finalist in the awards. And that's something that you really need to think seriously about. Will your content be popular enough? Be realistic here. Don't think, yeah, my po- my podcast is going to reach thousands of people and it might only reach a hundred people. And that's okay. That doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means your expectations might have been a little bit too big. So if you're in this position where you think you could have a chance, especially I would say business podcasts 
tend to attract a very large audience, entrepreneur-style podcasts, then consider launching your podcast before the year is over. So that's A, you may qualify for award nominations. B, new mobile device owners means more potential subscribers. Christmas time is coming up and a popular gift to give around Christmas time are mobile devices, tablets, iPods, iPhones, these little miniature mobile devices that many of them are podcast ready. They might have a podcast app on them, an Android device or Windows phone, a tablet, anything like that might be able to subscribe to podcasts. This means a whole new wave of potential podcast consumers, people who may have never consumed a podcast anymore, but now that they have something that makes it more convenient for them to consume a podcast, they could be exposed to great new content and start consuming it. Your podcast could be the content that they start consuming. If you launch your podcast now, before Christmas, and you manage to get it featured in iTunes, this means you could have a huge opportunity of being the first podcast that these new consumers start listening to or watching. If you have the the basket weaving podcast and you launch and you get in iTunes and you're featured, then when someone gets their new iPod for Christmas or whatever device it is, and they hear about podcasting, so they look it up and find out that there's a basket weaving podcast. That's just the thing that they love. So they subscribe to it. They've subscribed to your podcast because you launched it right around the time that they were looking for it. That's a way of potentially getting more subscribers up front when you launch, if you launch now before the end of the year. C, you can use your vacation time to help you launch and to do all of this launch work. Because as with anything that's worthwhile, podcasting does take more time up front to set up and launch it than it will take to maintain it on down the road. That's why I work with many people to set up their podcast for them, set up their WordPress site, their RSS feeds, get the right equipment, that kind of stuff. And then I show them how to use it. So then from then on out, I've taught them how to fish so they can go fishing on their own. Or I've taught them how to podcast so they can go podcast on their own, produce their own episodes and publish them themselves and not have to worry about that one-time setup kind of stuff. And if you are around a holiday and you're thinking of launching your podcast, then your vacation time is a great opportunity for you to start that podcast. Because in a day, just think, what could you do if you spent an entire day focused on launching your podcast? Oh boy, if I could spend an entire day to launch a new podcast, I could have the website designed, I could have the website online, the domain registered, all of that stuff. I could probably record the first few episodes of it in a single day so that in one day of focused time, whether it be just a few hours or the entire day, can help you make a much more successful launch than trying to spread it out doing half an hour today, half an hour tomorrow, half an hour after that. But focus it on one day if you have the vacation time to be able to use. And many people are taking vacation time or get days off around this time of year because of Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, all of that. So this could be a great time for you to launch your podcast now if it works out with your vacation schedule. And D, with it being Christmas time, I'm not going to give anything away. 
your wife hasn't told me anything, your husband hasn't told me anything, your parents or friends haven't told me anything, but you may receive a podcasting gift. I don't know what's in that box under the tree. I don't see through wrapping paper, but it is possible, and please don't go shaking your presence to find out, but it is possible that maybe you're right about to receive a podcasting gift that can help you with your podcast. If this might be the case, I think it would be much better for you to have everything prepared, know what you're going to talk about in your podcast, have everything set and ready to go so that this potential gift you may receive, and I know you're smart people, you can probably usually figure out what's possibly in that box, but this could be the only missing piece left for you to start your podcast. It would be much better than to be able to just plug that piece in and run with it, already know what you want to say, what you want to do, what you want your content to be, instead of waiting until you have that piece and then you start putting everything together together and getting set to go. It's kind of like the difference of putting on your shoes a few minutes before you have to go versus when you are right about to go, then you decide, oh, I need to put on my shoes. Be ready for it when it comes. And like I said, I don't know what you're going to get for Christmas, but it could be a podcasting gift. And if you think it could be, then maybe you should be ready for it, or maybe you're getting yourself a podcasting gift. Be ready for it so that as soon as you get it, you can hit the ground running. And I really don't know why people are jumping out of cars wanting to run when they hit the ground, but it's a good saying. Anyway, hit the ground running. So some of these bonus time-sensitive tips are A, you may qualify for award nominations. B, new mobile device owners means more potential subscribers. C, you can use your vacation time to do the launch work. And D, you may receive a podcasting gift. But I, if you do, I didn't tell. It, you didn't hear it from me. So what's keeping you from podcasting? Is it trying to be perfect? Is it you're waiting for the right equipment? You're trying to figure out your ideas, hash out your content? I'd love to hear from you. What is it that's holding you back? Please comment on the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 154. If you've already started podcasting, then what did it take for you to launch and what kind of obstacles did you have to overcome? Again, please comment on the show notes and share your stories, whether you've already started or you're right about to start or you're thinking of starting a podcast. I'd love to hear from you. What are those missing pieces or what were those obstacles that you faced? That's it. Theaudacitypodcast.com slash 154. And while you're thinking about kinds of stories that you can share with me, I'd love to have a few stories to share from you of what your podcast has accomplished in 2013. In New Media Expo, I'll be hosting a live episode of the Audacity Podcast, live as in I'll be hosting it from the podcast pavilion floor on the exhibit floor there at New Media Expo. I don't know if I'll be able to live stream it from the conference because I won't be taking my laptop computer. I'll just be taking my iPad. So we'll see what I'm able to do with that. But I would love to have some of your stories. And if you're there at New Media Expo, then find out what time I'll be podcasting and come by the booth and borrow a microphone and let me know what your podcast has accomplished or what it's helped you accomplish in 2013. 
email me your stories, send them as voicemail feedback. So email feedback at the audacity to podcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. You can also go to the audacity to podcast.com on your computer or iOS device and send a voice message right from the website to me. I don't know yet what actual day or time I'll be recording at the conference. I'm hoping it can be close to the normal time that the Audacity to Podcast would be live Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern time, but I'll be in Pacific time, I believe, and I really don't know yet what the podcast pavilion schedule is. I just know that I will be hosting a live episode, and I'd love for your feedback to be part of it. Or if you're there at New Media Expo, then I'd love to see you in the podcast with me. And I'll have a microphone for you so that you can share what your podcast has accomplished in 2013. And as an add-on to this, let me know what you're going to do. One thing that you're going to do in 2014, whether it's something you're going to change in your podcast, some new goal that you have in your for your podcast, something you're hoping that you could do with your podcast, a podcast that you're hoping to start, a podcast you're planning to retire, anything like that. What are your plans? Give me one plan of what you're going to do in 2014 with your podcast and then share with me some of the things that your podcast has helped you accomplish in 2013. I'm really looking forward to it and it will be a great inspiration to hear from you what you're accomplishing, whether you're a hobbyist or a professional podcaster. I'd love to hear those stories. So send those in email them, call them in, anything like that, or meet me there at New Media Expo. And if you haven't already purchased your ticket, go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash NMX and use the promo code DANIEL20 to save 20%. If you happen to receive an email about a particular nominee code that is valid, I did verify it with New Media Expo, and that could save you even more money than my own little promo ticket. But please go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash NMX in order to register for that. I've got three announcements in addition to New Media Expo to share with you. One is you've got to check out Podcasters Roundtable number 22. We had a blast with John Lee Dumas and talking about the John Lee Dumas effect. And we asked some hard questions of John and he gave us some raw truth and some awesome things that he brought up. And some of the things that he mentioned, he just outright said, yeah, so-and-so is sponsoring me for this dollar amount. And that was great because podcasters are so personal and private about their numbers. But John is just so honest to say, this is what it took. This is how long it took me to get an audience of this number. This is how much the episode costs. This is how much I charge for advertising. And we also asked some other hard questions and approached this idea of the John Lee Dumas effect that Steve Stewart from Money Plan SOS wrote about on his blog, You Can Podcast Too. I just mentioned a whole bunch of domains. Main thing is go to podcastersroundtable.com for episode 22. And it was a fantastic episode. Longest podcasters roundtable ever, but I think you'll love it. And I've already seen many comments from people saying it was worth it and they could have listened for even longer. Also coming up, Podcast Masterclass is in February. I'm really excited about this. This is for serious podcasters who want to make their podcast amazing. Check it out at podcastmasterclass.com and use the promo code TAPLISTENER if you'd like to register for that. Or 
If it's not something that you're interested in for yourself, but you'd love to share with other people, there is an affiliate program now for Podcast Masterclass. So you can sign up for that. Just look down at the bottom of the page and there's a link for the affiliate link. Last announcement, the Audacity to Podcast, as I mentioned earlier, will take a break for Christmas week, but I will return on December 30th, 2013. And then I'll have an episode live from Noomedia Expo. And then we'll see what the schedule is like after that. But you can always check out the schedule at theaudacitypodcast.com slash live. I'd love to hear from you, your feedback to these issues, your comments, and your own stories on what held you back from podcasting, what you had to overcome, what's holding you back more and right now. And please comment on the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 154. Please follow me on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. And now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the AudacityToPodcast.com. Have a Merry Christmas, and thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcast.com and learn more about our CES coverage, where there will be so much technology all over the place and how I'll be covering it too over at TPN. TV.